Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Father, thank you for this moment and we pray that indeed you would be all that we would have because in you is every goodness for our lives here on earth, in you is the power, in you is the love, in you is the grace, in you is the mercy, in you is the riches, and in you is the wisdom. Father, may we have you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Thank you. You are all welcome, and I bring you greetings from Ghana. I visited two of our churches and also stayed on a little bit longer to attend to some small, small issues of life. You don't have much issues. Your issues are just like your size. Or your issues are just like your age. They are little issues. But I believe everybody's issue is an issue, isn't it? I said everybody's issue is an issue, isn't it? Because the issue that you have is a big issue because also of your age. Because if you had my age, you also would say, the issue is no issue. Hallelujah. So everybody's issue is a big issue. But I believe that God would answer and would solve every problem that you came with in the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't believe the problem, the problem, the voice of your problems, the voice of your difficulties that you have today is the voice of Satan speaking through those difficulties that will finish you, that you are good for nothing that nothing is going to work out. You are just going to be like those that have gone ahead of you. But I'm here to tell you that because of the presence of God in your life, because of your faith in Jesus Christ, whatever problem is in your life is defeated. Amen. Not, will be, not will be defeated. is defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you to walk in that truth. Amen. Now, for, for some time now, please don't spoil the sound. For some time now, we have been sharing on faith from different angles, isn't it? Because this year, we are going to have victory over, over the smallest difficulty, over the smallest challenge. And you see, progress, development, advancement, it doesn't come as one big event. It often comes as one small event that adds to another. Are you with me? It's one change here that asks this. Once upon a time, there was no email. Some of you, you can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? 
How many of you, when you were born, there was email already? Give me a wave. Just give me a wave, quickly, quickly. When you were born, there was email already? Just give me a wave. You found email. Ah, you are not minding me. Okay, this side, this side. Just this side. How many of you, when you were born, there was email already? In other words, people were using email. When you grew up, they were using email. I think almost all of you. Do you get it? But I, I have known a time of life when there was no email. There was no internet. But you see, email started with the discovery of the internet. Are you with me? The internet, the net, was the beginning of the many changes. Now, you guys talk to each other. You even look at each other. You know? But me, I didn't know that. But it's, it's one event that leads to the discovery of another event which in the, in the end, it facilitates and makes everything so nice. In the same way, you see, your life, the total victory of your life is not going to be one big victory. No. It's going to be a small victory after the other. For example, some of you, the area of victory that will open up everything is the area where you begin to think of God. As of now, it's like, God, God, okay, we'll see. God, God, do you get it? But a time is going to come in your life when you, you will not do anything without thinking of God. What, what I'm saying is that for some of you, all that you need to set a chain reaction of wonderful events is just the thought that there is God. And this God is interested in me. And this God is not somebody who is out there, who is some, some, some imaginary thing. And that this God is real in my day-to-day -day life. That is all you need. You'll be surprised that, that that knowledge, when it becomes part of you, is going to bring out of your life wonderful things that nobody would have ever imagined. And therefore, your victory you need is just that area. Some of you, the victory you need is just the discipline to take the word of God that you read as what it says. Because some people, they read and say, yeah, that's the Bible, but me, I don't think so. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? So for you in particular... The area of victory that you need, the area of victory that you need is the area where when you read the word of God, you take it that this is God's word and I must obey it. Amen. And once you start obeying it, you see all the things that are destroying your life. Before you realize they are all gone, you say, ah, but why was I doing this? Why was I doing this? Ah, this is nonsense. This, this nonsense. The word of God has even showed me what it is. Before you realize, you are free. You see, just as, just as all you need to escape from prison 
It's not for the prison walls to be broken down, but to see a window that is open. A window that is open. And you don't need the whole prison wall, a portion of it to be broken down. But a window that is open, which size is just the size of your head? Do you know that unless you have abnormally small head, anything your head can go in, your body can go in. Did you know that? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That is how you used to measure like window securities and things. If a head can go in, a body can go in. There are very few situations where a head can go in, but a body can go in. It's, it's a wonder of life. Hallelujah. So, so what I'm trying to say is that your victory over the enemy and your series of victory is going to start with one victory unto the other. Amen. Amen. So, we've been talking about faith, which is the basis by which we're going to have victory. Faith. Faith to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Faith to believe that what he says is the case. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, and I have also explained that what you have to overcome is not a wind or anything, but it's the world, the system in which you are, the people that you meet, and the place where you are. Because some of you, some places, if you were not there, certain thoughts and certain bad behaviors would never show up in you. The reason why the bad side of you is manifesting is just because somebody brought you to a place. To a place. So, in other words, the place where you are is maybe trying to overcome you. And you have to overcome it. Some of you, it's just the people you have met. The people. Because you are so friendly and you are so dependent on people's approval that if you met good people who would tell you, let's do good things, you would do it with all your heart. And if you met bad people and they say, let's do this, because you are people dependent, in other words, you, der you derive your satisfaction from approval by people what even if it's bad and your conscience is telling you that it's bad, you still do it because you want to be approved by them. Hello, 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 are we here? Good. So these are the things we have to overcome. And the Bible is telling us that what will overcome these things is our faith in God and our faith in Jesus as the Son of God and our faith in what Jesus says as the case. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning or this afternoon, I just want to touch on a few scriptures and say one or two things and we'll be done. Amen. 
tell the person thing about you, it will be done very soon. But I need to tell you something. Tell the person, but I need to tell you something. It is worth spending time to hear from God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. So relax. And relax, sorry. Not relax, relax, relax. So relax and hear the word of God. It will do you good. Amen. Good. So in Luke chapter 6, I think verse number 46 or so, Jesus would ask a question and tell the person sitting by you, please, can you sit up straight? It helps your attention. You can tell the person, kindly sit up straight so that you are let. Because your body is not going to cooperate with your spirit to hear the word of God at all. So don't give your body an advantage. Luke chapter 6, verse 46. Jesus would ask a question. Why do you call me Lord? Why, why, why do you call me Lord? Because a Lord somebody that has authority over you. A Lord is somebody that has power over you. You know, I've come to realize that people don't take little things seriously. It's like we feel that we must do the big things because that's, they are the important. But the little things, they can either make or unmake you. The things that will destroy your life are not big things. They will never be big things. True. It's small things. Small things. True. And the things that will set you apart, the things that will make you the brightest of all your siblings and all your friends, they are also small things. <laughs> you see, the size and the way those things are, people don't believe that this can make a difference. Amen. Good. So Jesus says, why do you keep, so you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say. In other words, by calling me Lord, I expect you to do what I say if I am Lord. Are, are you with me? In the same way, in the same way, if you are a Christian and you believe in Jesus as the son of God, with all the power of God and with all the blessing of God, then whatever he says must be important to you. Hallelujah. When I was younger, I didn't know a lot of things. And, and, and recently I was speaking with my father-in-law and you know, he asked me a question. Do you want to know the question? I said so many things. And then he asked me a question. The things you are saying, did you know them and believe in them before you became a pastor? And I said, not really. Not, not, not so. Then I was trying to explain to him, he said, it's okay, I understand. 
In other words, and this, my father-in-law, is, she, he's 81 years old. And he's seen that his son-in-law, who he knew as a small boy, by engaging himself in the Bible and the priesthood, is speaking a lot of sense. So he wanted to know, when did this start? That's, that's all he said. When I said that's 100, he said, he said, it's okay, don't answer. That's all he said, don't answer. Hallelujah. Now, so Jesus is saying, you don't, you don't, I mean, if I am Lord, then you should do what I say. Then he explains something which I want it to be the basis of our continued preaching. And he said, anyone who hears my saying, anyone who hears my saying and does them, Anyone who hears my sayings and does them, that person is like somebody who builds a house on a rock after much effort, decides to put his house on a rock. Now, listen, most of us would come to church here and there. Most of us will hear God's word. Most of us will hear the Bible being preached. But most of us will not do it. Now, when you don't do it, Jesus says that you are like somebody who just built his house on the sand. You see, the stability of what you have built is dependent on the stability of what is under it or what the thing is on top. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You see, as long as I am here, I am very stable, isn't it? I am stable because first of all, I don't have any weakness that will make me fall. Like either my knee will give you, I'm fine. Are you with me? And I can jump and stand here, isn't it? Because the ground is also stable. But the same me, if I decide that I'm going to stand here, you will, if I do it now, even, you see, I leave the experiment to your imagination. Because I'm not, I'm not going to do this experiment for you. Because if I do it now, that will be the end of the preaching. You will hear, ooh. From that time on, some people will be thinking about the example, no matter what I say afterwards. So I leave the rest to your imagination. Why? Because this thing is not stable. Many times, just the simple vibration, just the simple vibration of the cones in it has caused it to fall down. How much more of my weight? In other words, in other words, what you build. The stability of whatever you do, whatever you build, is dependent on the stability of what you build on. That is the reason why when people are, are building, they don't start from the top. They go down 
to put it on the solid ground before they come up. In the same way, the stability of your life is dependent on what it is built on. I'm here to tell you the stability of your life is dependent on what it is. You see, your education is good. Your education is the top part. But the benefit of your education and everything about your life is because the education is one small part of your life. You are aware. Hello, 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 hello. Sometimes when things preoccupy you so much and they are so difficult, you tend to think that your whole life is that thing. Your education is just one small part of your life. Though it's pressing you hard, there are other parts of your life that must also work for your education to work. Are you with me? Now, these other parts are not taught in school. Neither are they taught at the university. These parts are what Jesus talks about. Are are you with me? These parts are what Jesus talks about. And Jesus is telling us that if you hear what I say and you do them, you are going to be like somebody who decided to build a house. The same material, the same carpentry work, the same finishing, but put it on a rock. It will stay. Another person decides to build a house, the same material and everything, but decides that Jesus is stupid. He can, he can be in heaven. We, we are here. We know how to do things. When you do it, he says, you, you have built your house on the sand. Water will wash it away. Hallelujah. So, and I'm saying this because the next point that I want to make is, is also the same thing that Jesus comes, he says, he, whatever he's saying here, I'm re-saying it in John chapter 8. He says that I am the light of this world. I am the light of this world. Anyone who follows me or who comes after me shall have the light of life. Hallelujah. So it is, it is, you are wiser if you can follow somebody who has the light of life. Light is good and is always and will always be good than anything else. I don't think there's anything that you can do in darkness that you can't do in light. And if there's anything you can do in darkness that you can't do in light, then the thing must be a wrong thing. Hello? Tell the person sitting by you. Anything that you can do in darkness that cannot be done in the light is not a good thing. But otherwise, there, are, there, is, there is nothing That can, uh, how, how, how am I going to, I wanted to say, what did I say? I said, you can, 
Anything you can do in the darkness, you can be, it can be done in the light, except those bad things. But there are many things, there are many things that you can do in the light, that you can never do in the darkness. So listen to me. Darkness is a limitation of your life and what it can accomplish. Darkness is a limitation of your life. And today, I advertise to you to follow the light of life. You will do a lot. I said darkness is a limitation of your life. Darkness is a limitation of your life. Because light has more to offer you than darkness has to offer you. So let's follow Jesus because he advertised himself as I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you will not have to walk in darkness. In other words, if you follow me, you will never have to be limited. Are you here with me? Whatever price you have to pay to follow... Whatever price you have to pay to follow Jesus, follow Jesus. I'm not saying follow a church. You can only follow Jesus and be in a church if the church is following Jesus. If the church is not following Jesus, you are, you are lost. And listen, you can follow Jesus by yourself. You don't need to wait for a pastor to follow Jesus. And if your pastor is not following Jesus... Don't follow your pastor. If I don't follow Jesus, don't follow me. I said, if I don't follow Jesus, don't follow me. I'm taking you to the bush. Because if, you are not, if I'm not following Jesus, it means I'm walking in darkness. And wherever you follow me to, I'll limit your life. But if I'm following Jesus, then let's go. Because we are all following the light. And we will be safe. I said we will be safe. Good. So now, with this, I want to share the verse that I came to share with you today. And that is Luke chapter 22. Or we can also look at Matthew. And I'm done. Or Matthew 20. Matthew 20. Are you there? We are starting from verse 25. Matthew 20, verse 25. It's also in, in the book of Luke, but I'll just do the Matthew one and it will be done. Listen to me carefully. How many want to be great here? You want to be great. How many want to be, you want to be a significant person in this life? How many want God to look at you and say, you are important to me? Good. Jesus is going to show us how to do it. And I pray you believe it and you choose that way. Good. 
But Jesus called them together. Somebody look for the, or just look for the Luke, Luke, look for the Luke. <laughs> this English is trouble, eh? Ah! If you don't say it, wait, pardon? Pardon? Come again? Especially when the two words are together. Okay, so Matthew 20, verse 25. Please, I plead with you, those of you that don't have Bibles, listen, whether you are a visitor or not, stop hiding under this visitor thing. Look, if you go to church, you need a Bible, unless you are not born again. Are you with me? As a person sitting by you, are you born again? Eh? My brother, some people are not asking. Ask everybody, ask somebody by you, are you born again? Tell the person, you must be born again. You must be born again. Good, let's go. Let's go on quickly. I just want to finish. It says, but Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. How is, it says, please, let's go back to the verse we just read. But Jesus called them together. He was talking to the disciples. He called them together and said, you know that the rulers in this world lord it over them. And officials flung their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. How will it be different? Whoever, whoever, in other words, it's not limited to anybody or to any group of people. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. Now, now, many of you said you want to be great. Many of you said you want to be significant. Many of you said you want to be important in God's eyes. Jesus is showing you the way. Of the reason why I'm preaching this message is that a lot of you reject the way. You want it, but you reject how it is done. So what happens with you is that everything remains a want. Everything remains a wish. What do you want? Do you want to be great? I said, do you want to be great? Do you want many people to look up to you? Do you want to be an important person in the eyes of God? This is the way. 
I said, this is the way. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Now, you see, like anything else, it doesn't come overnight. I said, it doesn't come overnight. Amongst your brothers and sisters, your natural biological brothers and sisters, are you their servant or they are your servant? In other words, do you serve them or they serve you? Now, I'm asking you, this is where it begins. I said, who serves who amongst your siblings? Amongst your friends, who serves who? You see, most of you don't see how you can be significant. Yeah. And do you know, do you know what happens to a lot of people? They reject anything that offers them this opportunity. Some of you have been offered this opportunity in the church. And it's like, you, ah, I don't want it. It's disturbing me. Yes. That, that's how life is. That's how life is. I said, that's how life is. You can't lead somebody you don't serve. And somebody you don't serve, does, you will never be important to that person. The reason why when a dog sees the owner, it wags its tail and shows excitement and happiness is because the owner serves the dog. And if a dog can distinguish which of the people coming into the house she, he or she will be excited about then I tell you, human beings can even do it more. But you see, in the world system, it's the opposite. In the, Jesus said, in the world, those who have power, they lord it over the people. From politicians to every form. Some of you, your lecturers... They, they don't have your interest at heart. That is why you also don't like them. Look, when I was in some years ago in a medical school somewhere, a lecturer died and the people went to drink and they became excited and started going on procession. Because this lecturer is known to fail the students. He's, he will look for any reason to fail you. But you see, when you look at the people whose, whose skin color has very little melanin, are you with me? They want to serve you. They want to do something that will make your life better. 
Now, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because one day you'll be in charge of people. I said, one day you'll be in charge of people. Because the Bible has said that the least in the kingdom of God is greater than the greatest of the children that are born of women. So in other words, you will be, if you follow and you allow God, you'll be a, you'll be a, a, a great person. Amen. You'll be a significant person. Amen. But you cannot be significant if you refuse the road that leads to significance. And you see, the reason for refusal does not justify an, ex, an exemption for you. If this road leads us to a place of greatness and you, you, you refuse to walk on it, no matter what reason you give, you will never be great. So some of you, whilst in school now, you are being offered opportunities. Some of you, you wake up in the morning to check other people to gather them. You, it's an opportunity. I, you see, I didn't come here today by starting to preach. I was a cleaner in the church. I said, I was a cleaner in the church. What I'm remembered by in the church is when I was in charge of the place to clean. And so, in closing, I didn't say it. Jesus said it. What can you do to serve your friends? What can you do to help the lives of your friends to be better? Sometimes you can serve them by giving them good advice. Sometimes you can serve them by giving them materials that will help them to reason well. Sometimes you can serve them by showing them books and things that you have read that has helped you. Sometimes you can serve them by showing them that, listen, your life is a mess. You can't be doing what you are doing if you are here for university. I am your friend, but I can see that what you are doing is going to make you go down. You can show them that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. They will tell you, ah, by you, you are like us. They say, yes, I'm like you, but at least the fact that I'm like you doesn't mean that if I can see this way, I shouldn't tell you. Maybe when you go in, you will help me to join you. Because some of you, when you're, you're, you're particular, there's a particular friend of you, when they stop doing bad things, that's the end of your bad things. Serve your friends. Serve them in a good way. Guide them. Share with them. Important. Sometimes, even your gentleness will help them to respond to good things. Your kindness. Another area you can serve your friends is to pray for them. Is to pray for them. You see, most of us, we talk to the people. And we talk to our friends about our friends. But hardly do we talk about our friends to God. Hello. I feel that the greatest service you can do for a friend is to talk to God about them. I said the greatest service you can do for a friend is to talk to God about them. Say, so God, 
can we can we can we talk i need to tell you about nonclair you know lord i've been looking at nonclair and i've tried to talk to her but she will not listen but lord you know that this thing is not good she's going to destroy her life and please lord i'm begging you i know that even though i have tried as for you when you do something it will work so send somebody release your power to set him free lord the demon that is worrying him i ask that as i speak in the name of jesus let that demon be cast out of numbless life you'll be surprised one day they'll wake up in the morning and say let's go to church They'll, you'll be surprised. They will wake up and tell you, let us go to church. You say, ah, but are you not ready? I thought you said your church is at 10. It's 10.15. It's, it's why, why hurry up? Let's go. They would wake up one morning and they'll come in. And now, they, if you say, oh, today I'm tired. They say, no, you can't be tired. We are going. Hallelujah. And I tell you, you are going to be great. I said, you are going to be great. Pray for your brothers and sisters at home pray for them. Even those who don't like, you know, some of the brothers are very mean. What the, I mean, when you were a child, they beat you that you have not forgotten. You know, there are some beatings, you remember them. No matter how old you are, you remember them. Huh? And sometimes, because of that, you are praying that, ah, let them get an accident. Lord, let, let somebody beat them also. They get it, but pray for them that Lord, I forgive them and help their life to be better so that mine can also be better. And God is going to bless you. Pray for your classmates. I said, pray for your classmates. As you are in the class, pray for them that just as you know Jesus, they would also know Jesus. You'll be surprised one day they will follow you. I said, they will follow you. I went to a series of family meetings everywhere. They, I'm, I may be a younger one, but they ask me to pray. When I go to the old people, they ask me to lead in prayer. When I go to the young people, they say I should lead them in prayer. But when I was a child, these people were people who have watched me as a child and iron my school uniform. And sometimes when I don't want to go to school, they have beaten me. I'm telling you, my aunties. But today, they respect me because I serve in the house of God. Let's rise to our feet. I see you becoming great in Jesus' name. I said, I see you becoming great. Tell the person, I am going to be great. Or tell the person, I am great. Tell the person, I am significant. I am an important person in the eyes of God because I have chosen to walk the road to greatness by being a servant I shall serve well I shall serve well in all that I do I'll be a blessing to my friends I'll be a blessing to my family I'll be a blessing to my community and I'll be a blessing unto the nations because that is what I'm called to do because I'm great and through me, great things shall happen in the lives of people. 
Lift up your voice and thank the Lord. When all is said and done, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You, your presence would make all the difference. When all is said and done, and thank you, Holy Spirit, gone, for your love and care that we have. Thank you for helping us. Your presence, Lord, by your spirit makes all the difference. Oh, your presence breaks every Let every demon flee. Through your presence, O oh Lord, 
Let strongholds be broken. Let chains fall off and set free captivity. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, please, I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Let me pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Quickly, quickly. Lift it up high. Lift it up. I want to pray with you. Yes, I see. Do I see a hand that is lifted up? Lift your hand up. You want to pray? I want to pray with you. Come. Yes. I see one hand there. I see a few hands. Please, just, just lift up your hands quickly wherever you are. Wherever you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, these lifted hands are precious. They are precious because they have heard your word and by faith they have decided that I want to be born again. Father, let this physical act show in many ways that it is indeed a spiritual thing by anointing them with your Holy Spirit and making them do what they never thought they could do before. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I bless you. You lifted up your hands. I want you to come. I want to pray with you. I just want to lay hands on you quickly and come. Come quickly. Thank you. Come All this. to Jesus. Give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. They had their books. There are about three people. Come quickly, quickly. I thought they had their books. Why did you collect their books from them? Come, I just want to pray for them. I'm just being led in the spirit. If they don't come, let me pray for you. Let's pray. Father, she stands not alone. Multitude of people through her life. May you bring forth that greatness. Thank you that the works of darkness shall not prosper because she has chosen to follow the light of life. May she remember this day and may she say that since I met Jesus, my life has never been the same. Bless her, bless her, bless her. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, join in as we pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I stand before you. I know all my sins. But I ask you to forgive me. Because I believe in Jesus Christ as your son. He came to die for me. He rose again on the third day. Through this prayer, I ask Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Jesus, lead me. I'll follow you. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit to make me a strong Christian. Thank you for loving me. Father, we bless you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on royaltyhousesouthafrica.org.